The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and you guys and girls won't believe who is in studio with me today. My former co-host, Tammy, the Sasquatch. Underwood, say hi, Tim Tam. Hi, everybody. All righty. So, you are presenting today. I am. I actually get to do the first three. I'm excited about the second one, but this one's going to be good. Because it's a naughty nurse. Oh, my God. You have been at it for, like, the past couple of days. You know that? It's like you are nonstop. So, is that... Am, am I better now? I know. I need to get back in the habit of where my mic goes, people. Uh, we're reaching. We're, I'm retraining her in mic dynamics. Well, if he didn't hide himself from me, <laughs> he's got like his own little den going on over there. Well, the reason is because uh, I, I need to have some sound panels built for in here. Yeah. Because it, it echoes in, and I noticed on some of the recordings it was recording on both the mics. So you'd hear me like a in the background, like a ghost echo. You know what oh, I mean? Like, yeah. hey, and I think... If, Hey, I think. Well, wait a minute. I'm not like Casper the Friendly Ghost and shit. What the fuck is going on here? No, dude, you're the, you're the worst nightmare. <laughs> just welcome, kidding. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So just a quick note, though, because I've been trying to catch up on the episodes that I didn't record with you to catch up on listening to them. And I was listening to Mary Catherine Knight. <laughs> yeah, and dude, I was listening to you, and I researched that one. <laughs> I was the one that researched that one, and when I got to that part about the bone room, I was like, oh, he's going to hate me, but I love it. <laughs> and then you said, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> well, a boning room means something way different to me than it did to well, Catherine Knight. You know, way it, it means a lot of different things to other people than it did to her. <laughs> But um, so today we have Medical Monday. Antoinette Sherry is how you pronounce her name, but it's spelled S-C-I-E-R-I. And um, oh, I almost lost my place. (laughs) And I'm at the beginning. Little is known (laughs) about the early life of Antoinette Sherry, but we do know that she was born in 1890. Um, She was born in Italy and her family immigrated to France when she was a child. And during World War One, at a casualty clearing station where she started, during World War One, at a casualty clearing station is where she started stealing money and jewelry from the wounded men in her care. Um, then she upped her game to include forging letters to their families asking for money, and that's pretty low, really, stealing from people who were injured in the line of duty as they're recovering. But we we've heard about that before. Uh, yeah, let, let's bring up. Uh... The, the two lesbians that, that were nurses. Um, oh, you're talking about the one... Um, we did them on a Tuesday. Are you talking about um, Graham we, and Wood? Yes. Okay, yeah. Because they, they did the same thing. I mean, granted, it's a different dynamic than what we're dealing with. with uh, well, see, but they, did, they stole little tokens as trophies. Well, they didn't really that. steal for financial gain. There was um, Hazard, though. She mm. did. I mean, she exploited her patients. Oh, that was you mean quote-unquote... Doctor, yeah, that's why I didn't call her Doctor Hazard because that was the that was your state of Washington's loophole. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, man. That's fucking. She was just asinine. Yeah, with Hazard though, what pissed me off wasn't just the stealing. 
is the fact of that she actually made her patients, and I use that term loosely, yeah, uh, you know, suffer and starve to death. Oh yeah, it's, like it's totally, all in the name of clearing out their soul. Right, you know, <laughs> and I'm very, as everybody has figured out who listens to this show, I'm very food centric, man. You said there's a, all you can have is some boiled vegetables in water. Yeah. And th- no, no. You know what? Why don't you kiss my big fat fucking yeah, ass? Some strained tomato broth and asparagus broth. Yeah. Yeah. That's just disgusting. that was just yeah. And I love asparagus, but ugh. I love asparagus. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Anyways, just depends on what time of the day it is. Some you know some guys have a nice asparagus. You're weird. And so and in sexy. Oh God. <laughs> I try to continue. In 1915, Antoinette was in prison for stealing an officer's paycheck, but she was released a year later. Um, then after her release, she married an Italian soldier by the name of Salmon. And she must have assumed you were going to do this one because it's spelled salmon. And she goes, Salmon, not the fish, Scott. <laughs> It's the fish. If it looks like a salmon, it swims like a salmon. Guess what? It smells like one. I never could understand. Okay, like seriously, like there's some people who will, um, will uh, like. My name is Amy with a Z. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the people who spell their names all fucked up. You know, I I spell A M Y Z. It's Amy. No, no, no. Your name is Amy Z's. Well, but, see, and I and I always say that about my name because you know it's Tammy, and it's spelled the right way, T A M M Y, but. When people say, how do you spell it? I go, the right way. (laughs) Um, But then, so she married the Italian soldier and they had two children together. Then Saman abandoned her. You mean Salmon? Yeah. And presumably the kids as well. Well, I can already tell you, he seemed a little fishy. (laughs) Hello. There we go. Dad joke number one. (laughs) After discovering... Okay, so she, he abandoned, I couldn't even finish the sentence. He's, he abandoned her and presumably the kids after he caught her cheating on him blatantly, like out in the open, sleeping with whoever. God damn, wait, wait, hold on. Do you have a number? Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> she's dead since she was born in 1890. That's hot. I know. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right not, around your age, right? That's not right. God damn, I need mean, Jesus. <laughs> so Antoinette then quickly moved in with Joseph... Henri, Henry, Rosenal, who was an alcoholic and beat her regularly. Um, was he one of her lovers before he, someone left her? Hmm. Who knows? If you want to be my lover. You are not Sporty Spice. I am Sporty Spice. Baby Spice, maybe, but not Sporty. Or may, may, maybe I'm Old Spice. I'm some <laughs> That's kind of a it spice. right there. That's it. Vanilla <laughs> Spice, right? <laughs> That's right. My name is Vanilla Spice. Because <laughs> I'm sweet and spicy. Oh, my God. So Joseph was arrested several times for assaulting her, but she always took him back. But that's common. You know, we see that even today. They that's say the a woman has to violence. leave her abuser a total of seven times before she finally gets away. Right. Well, it's, that's actually, it's a circle of abuse. That's right. Yeah. It's a circle of violence. But no, it's just a circle of abuse because... Um, well, and we've been over it a thousand times, but just in case you're new to the show, there's a there's a circle of abuse, and because uh, I learned shit when I took my psychology classes, um, so the abuser will generally he'll he, he does the abuse, mm-hmm. reconciles, 
and, and sh- you know, it's usually something like, because um, my brain just went blank, um, it will ensure that, oh, I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to be a better person. I love you and da, da, da. But the whole thing is about control. Right, because shortly after that, it goes to, you shouldn't have made me do it. Right. And yeah. it, 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 it's all about main, the, the abuser maintaining control. Right. And uh, so, yeah, but, you know, she should have, I hate to say this, but she should have seen that coming. Number one, you were fucking around on your <laughs> husband with this dude. Do you think he's really an upstanding guy? Right. Like everything's going to be all hunky-dory, all, all rainbows and unicorn farts? Is that what you thought there, Skippy? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so they ended up having a child together and then moved in 1920. They moved to the village of Sangil or Sangil. I don't know. It could be either way. In With southern French. S-A-N-G-E-E-L. No, sa- Salmon left her. I know. <laughs> oh. He, he swam upstream. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just going to say, too. <laughs> Spawning powers activate. Yeah. So once they arrived there, Antoinette claimed to be a nurse and began looking for elderly patients who needed care at a price. You right? see, um, with some of my uh, partners, I pretend like I'm a doctor. But I, at least I tell them I'm not a real doctor. I just play one in your bedroom. Now let me get my rubber glove. Snap. Oh, my God. I'm going to have nightmares. You know, and I have a box of them over there. Don't be touching them. (laughs) Too late. I already did. (laughs) I was going to say, I picked up a box at the house because I was cleaning my friend's bathroom when I was over there. So, You ever masturbate with a rubber glove on? Uh, No, I've never tried. It's amazing. Oh, doesn't that hurt? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Actually, I got to admit, like we we talked about, and then we'll get back on track. God damn it. We do this all the time. Yeah, I know. You and I especially. So when I had my testicular torsion and I ended up, dating my ultrasound tech who found the uh the right. torsion it was kind of hot when she would uh put a rubber glove on a little bit hot oh okay she would play nursing i food. cannot wrap my mind around this right now no nah, it it's, it's it's definitely hot too, i don't know it's not too early in the day but i don't know <laughs> so anyways she was viewed as a pleasant woman who was easy to get along with and in and she integrated herself into the patient's family seamlessly. Oh, she's easy, all right. a lot of like this. Like, look at Shipman was that way. And um, Janine Jones. Janine Jones is my Beverly favorite. Alec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, huh? Psycho Sally. Yeah, fucking running down the hallway <laughs> with a dead baby that yeah. she just killed herself, you know. Yeah. Throwing on the drama. Yeah. So her clients and, her, and their families appreciated her amazing bedside manner. St. Sanjil mysteriously, though, experienced a steep increase in sudden deaths among their elderly and ailing population at that time. No way. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Coincidence. Antoinette herself had lost five patients before December of 1924. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Then on December 11th, 58-year-old Gerard, a spinster... Oh, apparently it's a woman. It, that, it looks like a male's name. Dead serious. It, it, no, it's from, actually, I was right there with you, and that's that's yeah, kind of a... because it's spelled D-R-O-U-A-R-D. It's a pretty tragic name right there. I'm sorry that your yeah. parents named you that there, Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> Gerard. Gerard. That's a goddamn... Like, seriously, if you're making love to someone with that name, I mean, text it. Oh, Gerard, you're so good. No, no, can't do that. No, no, no. 
And that hmm. doesn't matter if it's a male or female. That's just, it's too bizarre. Yeah, very, very bizarre. That's, I don't know. So, anyways, on December 11th, 58-year-old Gerard, a spinster, died while she was in Antoinette's care. Then, on Christmas Eve, Madame La Chapelle, now that's a French name, that is died. Fucking French And as her fuck. death was listed as tomain poisoning, P-T-O-M-A-I-N-E, which is basically food poisoning. Yeah, is it tomain poisoning? Yeah. So the elderly and those with weakened immune systems are considered more susceptible to dying from food poisoning versus simply getting very sick. And foodborne botulism from poor hygiene while preserving homemade foods was very prevalent in France throughout World War II. Well, it was prevalent up until uh, all around the world up until probably the last, I would say, 50 until, like, years or so. Wasn't it like the 20 or no, it was in the 30s or 40s when they started really coming down with FDA guidelines. I think it was even at, maybe it been after that because, uh, you know, they uh, you got to keep in mind in the in the early 1900s, they really didn't know about things like, you know, uh, yeah. bacterias and viruses that came from touching things. So you right. go out and you milk a cow. Right, and you're thinking I'm just getting the milk. What nobody was uh, considered was on that cow's teats is manure. All, yeah, there's manure. <laughs> yeah. There's bacteria. Yeah. There's uh, viruses are abound, and most of the stuff, you know, people can fight off. Like most bacteria, your body oh, goes, yeah. oh, "Okay, that's not really good. I'm going to make you sick True. for a day, and you're going to be fine." But bacteria and viruses mutate constantly, and so you get something like that that's constantly adapting to its environment. People are going to fucking die. People are going to get super sick. And wow. yeah, especially those who have who, who have weakened immune systems. Right. No, I mean, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, and then it's it goes on to say that botulism can actually cause paralysis mm-hmm. and in the most severe cases lead to respiratory distress and death. Now, with a little help in weakening the immune system of her patients, hmm. So when Monsieur Lachapelle died two days later, right after his wife, um, Antoinette blamed it on a heart attack and convinced a family-friendly uh, physician to agree with her. The physician seemed to find nothing odd about the couple dying within days of each other. But those things do happen. Because, I mean, classic case, Johnny and June. Johnny and June? Yeah, Johnny Cash, Cash. June okay. Carter Cash. That's right, yep, I yeah, got you. everybody expected him to go first because he was so ill. But when she died, within months, he died right behind her. Uh-huh. You know, so it does happen, but I think this is too much of a coincidence. Oh, no, totally, totally. But I think Johnny yeah. died right after her because he was truly heartbroken. I do, too. That's, you know, like I said, those things do happen. Um, so the La Chapelle deaths had been planned meticulously. Antoinette took great pleasure in watching them suffer and expire while watching the rest of the world rejoice because it was Christmas. Oh, that's Merry, just... Merry Christmas to them, right? What a great Christmas present. Yeah, exactly. Like, what a twat, man. Like, okay, I totally understand our our serial killers that kill people, okay? Yeah. I, I, I get it. I get yeah. that. That's your deal. And I don't approve of it, but that's your deal. But come on. Can we not... Can, can we take a break for Christmas? Like, I don't right? celebrate Christmas myself. I'm against Christmas. I know. I'm going to change that. But most people are not. Let them, you know, especially if they're old and elderly, you know, let them oh, hang know. with their family a little bit. I was going to say, my dad loved Christmas. You know, have, have a few drinky poos, have a, a, at least a final meal. 
you know, kiss their grandkids. Or if they're like me with children, look at them and go, look here, you little bastards. <laughs> look here, you little fucker. Here's five bucks. Go get yourself something to eat. <laughs> yeah, here's five bucks. Go find something to fucking do and stay out of my face because I don't like kids. Grandpa's always mean. Well, you're a little shithead. That is so, so mean. That is so mean. I don't like I, I don't like most children. I, can't I know you don't, but you know there are some kids I know that you really adore, like my nephew. Your nephew's fucking kick ass, man. My nephew is fucking hilarious. But he's not old enough to be a little dickhead yet either. No, not yet. And I don't think he would be. Yeah. Let's hope. Anyways. So then as as a New Year's resolution, right? Antoinette's common law husband, Joseph Henri, brought in a new the new year in historic fashion. By mauling his wife in a drunken rage. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> A, <New> man. <laughs> and instead of kissing her <laughs> at the stroke of midnight, right? <laughs> I'm not going to kiss you. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. However, this time, enough was enough. Uh, t- she had, it was time for her to do something about it. She served him a bowl of mussels, which I love. Which he greedily ate, and two hours later, dead. Like, dead, dead. <laughs> she killed him dead. Well, I'm glad she didn't kill him alive. I mean, <laughs> that'd be a little no, awkward. I know that's your favorite phrase, so. So, after delightedly watching him thrash about in pain, she went out and celebrated her new freedom with a drunken orgy. Yes! You know what? Okay, <laughs> no matter what Antoinette did, I really like her. Like, well, seriously. Yeah, this part, I, I don't, I do not fault her for. I am all for orgies, man. Like, oh, I was I, talking not, about killing her abuser. Oh, no, killing her abuser. I'm all for that, too. But the but the orgy, uh, you know what? I like her more and more. <laughs> I'm sure you do. So her next patients were 67-year-old Marie Martin and her sister, Madame Doyer. Antoinette prepared a pot of coffee for the two sisters. Madame Doyer thought the coffee was too bitter and dumped it down the sink when her nurse's back was turned. Arsenic? Is she a basic bitch? Please. I would say so. Got no, because arsenic, is, they say, is tasteless. Is it? I've, I've never drank yeah. arsenic. So. No, I haven't either, but I've heard arsenic is tasteless. That's why a lot of people can, you know, conceal it in food. But there is the strychnine and that other one, that almonds. Oh, oh, um, 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 um. Cyanide. Cyanide. That yeah. do kind of have a better taste. Okay, well, so, you know, if, if she's using strychnine or cyanide, then she's not a basic bitch because they're, while yeah. they are, while they have been used in the past, so we're not new to that. Right. She, at least she's not using arsenic. Arsenic is the most common used one. Common. If you're using so arsenic common. to poison people, honestly, you're a basic bitch. And when we get you on the show, if you're a current serial killer, we're going to tell you. I'm going to straight out tell you, you're a basic bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And then the, they say if you drink antifreeze, it just tastes sweet. So, you know, I've never tried that either, but, you know. Um, so Marie drank the coffee, though, and died shortly after. Suspicion began rippling through Sanjil after that, but it wasn't strong enough to leave her unemployed. Um, the last victim was Madame Goran Criquet. 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 C-R-E-E-K-E-T is how they spelled it, spelled it phonetically. So. Sounds like croquet. Cri- yeah, but it's spelled C-R-E- C-R-I-Q-U-E-T. So I would say croquet, maybe? Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Um, whose health declined rapidly while under Antoinette's care. I wonder why. 
So she was framed. <laughs> frame, frame, frame. That's Richie Valens. You know, I'll tell you what, man. No chick named Antoinette that enjoys drunken orgies can be a killer. I'm just saying. It's all made up. It's all hearsay. It is. It is. You know, Antoinette, don't put up with that bullshit, baby girl. That's right. I don't even know what she looks like, but I'm sure she's your cup of tea. Just come over here. We'll have a drunken orgy. Especially now that she's in the grave. <laughs> so anyways, um, Madame Goron Croquette's husband notified the police of his suspicions. Investigators then found a bottle under the victim's bed containing a mixture of ether and the herbicide Pyralion, P-Y-R-A-L-I-O-N. You know what that sounds like to me? What? A case of ether ore. (laughs) Oh, shit. I knew it. Dad joke number two. (laughs) (laughs) So, check this out. Researcher goes, which is used to control weeds and rice crops. Surprise, surprise. Not a basic bitch. An exceptional one. Exactly, man. That's right. We're kind of, you know what? Good job. I like Antoinette a lot. Antoinette, if you can hear me from beyond the grave, baby, I like you. You're, yeah. you're pretty all right. We got it. We got to give her some props for not being basic. Shit, yeah, and drunken orgies. <laughs> You'll always give somebody props for that, huh? Hell yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with a little bit of fucking loving, <laughs> or a whole lot of loving. Yeah. So during the investigation, Joseph's body, as well as several others, were exhumed in order to execute an auto- a proper autopsy. All of them were found to have hot, huge doses of that pirate. Pyrilion. Um, Antoinette was arrested and she confessed. She was like, yep, did it. Oh, damn it. Don't don't confess. Baby. However, though, she did try to implicate her neighbor, but the neighbor was later cleared. Investigators learned she had acquired the py- Pyrilion through an acquaintance who worked at a vineyard. Wow. Damn, and she liked good you wine. Know what? So fuck if yeah. you got the inside track, use it. Shit, yeah. She's resourceful. She fucking she got rid of her abuser. She likes drunken orgies. She's not a basic bitch. She likes drunken orgies. <laughs> Remember that Disney cartoon? I think it was Disney, The Secret of Nim. I do. I was actually thinking about that just the other day. That's funny because the trial the, the trial occurred in the city of Nim. <laughs> Damn. I was seeing this. I go, oh, The Secret of Nim. <laughs> the crowd around the courthouse was so intense that it was difficult to get through it. Um, a string of witnesses described how they had lost their relatives after Annette, Antoinette had cared for them. One woman, Madame Miriam, with a deathly pale face and trembling hands, testified how she had been poisoned for over a year. She had suffered greatly and would continue to do so for the rest of her life. She's a lying bitch, man, because I'll tell you what, if, if my sweetheart Antoinette wanted to kill her... She'd have been dead. She would have been dead. Yeah. Tell that bitch to sit down. <laughs> yeah, and then Dr. Max Vincent testified, saying Antoinette had lost all sense of right and wrong, but was mentally sound. So she was sound enough to know what she was doing was wrong, but still confused right and wrong. Which kind of is contradictory, don't you think? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I think that she was framed. That's they say that is. she willfully committed those acts, but she, her sense of right and wrong was skewed. So it's it's a little, you know, kind of. But then legalese is always. I suppose. I suppose. I just. I, I think that they're being a little bit harsh on my sweetheart. Yeah, you just want her for your drunken orgy. <laughs> Hell yes, your next I do. Drunken orgy. But she'd have to shape those pits. 
Yeah, she's French. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, no doubt, yo. So on April 27th, 1926, Antoinette Sherry, the... the jury took only one hour to convict her of 12 murders. Oh, Still man. not four and a half minutes, but one hour. Or 90 seconds like freaking patois. <laughs> so the judge quickly condemned her to death by guillotine and stated, quote, You have been called a monster, but that expression is not strong enough. You are debauched. Ooh. You are possessed of all the vices. You are also a drunkard, vicious, and a hypocrite. Wow. Because she likes asshole. a little wine. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> you have no shame. I do not believe judicial history contains the records of many criminals of your type. Wow. Wish I knew who this judge was. <laughs> judge assholes who he is. <laughs> so Antoinette just shrugged. And laughed after her sentence was pronounced. She knew no woman had been executed in France since the end of World War One. It was pretty bold of her to assume she wouldn't be, as it had been less than ten years since the end of World War One. Note the last woman executed to be executed in France via guillotine wasn't until nineteen forty-nine. Damn. However, as she predicted, her sentence was commuted to life in prison, where she eventually died, and her date of death is unknown. Um, invest- Poor Antoinette. I know, huh? Investigators though suspect, though, that Antoinette may have been responsible for up to 30 victims, and as a private nurse of the elderly, she had an exceptional opportunity to indulge in her desire to watch people suffer and then die. All of her patients were under the care of a doctor on medication, which granted her control and opportunity. When her patient died and their death was a surprise to the doctor when they came for the next scheduled visit, she conveniently told a story of the patient's last moments to mislead the physician. Hmm. Which, you know what? I kind of... You kind of respect that because we've seen so many of them get caught up in their own lies. Oh, totally, man. You know what I mean? Let's not talk about Shipman and his freaking, <laughs> you know, typewriter that he used and kept that he forged somebody's will. Right. You know? <laughs> so as of March 14th, 2021, the manner in which Antoinette lived with Joseph Rosignoli, whatever, stands abandoned, largely as the last owner left it. Fully furnished and with books on the shelves and the bed semi-made. Although structurally it is in a state of disrepair, no idea who owned it after Antoinette was arrested or if it stayed in the family, but magazines left on the table are d- dated for July of 1951. Oh my God, Scott, we gotta go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You knew I was gonna say that, right? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, we got to go. So this is our final thought. Given what we know about her behavior and her perceived motivations, do you believe she was a sociopath or a psychopath? I think that she was just misunderstood. Okay, I'm being serious. (laughs) Me too. I can't be. uh, I I can't go against the drunken orgy shit. What pisses me off is the the. This is what pisses me off. Okay. The judge is sitting there calling her a drunkard and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it's like guys do the same thing. Oh, totally. Totally. But, you know, I bet that judge never looked at a dude and went, you're a drunkard and a whore. Yeah. 
Well, and see, that's been an argument throughout history about how, you know, men are always patted on the back for their sexual prowess. But if a woman is known to have more than one partner, damn, she's a she might as well be living in a gutter because she's a slut. I like the slutty girls. Just I know. Well, so if you are a slutty girl, feel free to send us an email because <laughs> Scott's looking for another one. That's right. We're a slutty dude. I'm cool either way. <laughs> Especially if your name is Patrick Kearney. He misses you. God, I miss Pat. <laughs> Still breaks my heart, man, that he hasn't written me back. I'm going to have to write him. I'm going to write him another letter and beg for his forgiveness. I don't know what I did, but please forgive me. Then I'm going to go to the prison. I'm going to start singing him a song like, I don't know much. No, you're going to hold but the I know box. I love you. Like, <laughs> you're so That's right. With my boombox, I'm going to hold your it note up. note cards. That's right. <laughs> Then I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna have to rewrite some songs. You know, Patrick, come back. I need your loving. <laughs> Patrick, come back. <laughs> no. So, I mean, but no, seriously, do you think that she was a sociopath? She was. Yeah. That's totally sociopathic behavior. Because yeah, because sociopaths are made. Psychopaths are born. Correct. And I believe that the abuse that she went through went from that dude really instigated a lot of this. Oh, totally. And that's the one way she could get catharsis. Yeah, because it's like she couldn't deal with him at the time, so she dealt with it somewhere else. You know? Yep. Yeah. That's my thought on this one, but I could be wrong. No, I think you're correct. I'm, I think I'm, you're correct. I'm rarely wrong, but I could be. Just thinking about drunken orgies now. I know you are. <laughs> with dead French women. Mm, ooh la la. Let me show you my Eiffel Tower of Love. Just a little side note. The the old wives' tale about hair and nails still growing after somebody dies is false. It's because the skin retracts. Yep. I just want people to know that. <laughs> All righty. Now that I'm taking another little drinky boo, remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Just type in at BrutalNation. So story will pop right up. Get the full story without any of my bullshit. Which I like my bullshit. Just saying. Not everybody does. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you too. Everybody should love it because I'm fabulous. I just tell you, I miss being here. Well, groovy, groovy, because yeah. we got some more episodes that we have to. Record. I know. And uh, I'm ready for this next. And I'm going to show you my butthole. No, <laughs> I saw it the other night. Wasn't pretty. I have a pretty butthole. <laughs> have you seen it lately? Fuck no. Okay, then. I can barely see my own dick. <laughs> but that's my butt. I'm done. <laughs> this show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. And we will see you guys tomorrow for our Twisted Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.